Okay, here you are. You're in Skeveland, and I am your guide, Alan McDonnell. Today's guest is Aaron Lee, a funny person. You don't know who Aaron Lee is, but if you're a TV watcher, you've probably laughed at his fabulous jokes. Aaron's written for Family Guy, The Cleveland Show, The New Normal, a bunch of other ones. His savage wit has lashed out on celebrity roasts of Roseanne, Joan Rivers, William Shatner, Flavor Flav, and Donald Trump. Okay, Aaron Lee, the tape is rolling. Let's see which one of us says something funny first. I started listening to the cows fella interview, too, which was great, by the way. Was Kevin? Yeah, yeah, it was so good. Did you know about the cows before? Are you a cow fan? Um, I had, I had at least one of their albums. They were on Amphetamine Reptile, right? I believe they were. I think they were. Yeah. And I, I had at least one Cows record yeah. that I remember was fucking great. Yeah, they were good. They were good. Yeah. But you, you've never been in a punk band. As far no, as I that's know. not true. I was in a punk band. When was this? I was in a punk band in 1992, 3, 4, like around there, called, well, I was in like uh, all, all my little garage bands and stuff, mm. but then I was in a band in Lexington, Kentucky called Penis Your Majesty. And we recorded one album. The title was There's a Phallus in the Palace. And uh, it'd, be, it'd be very hard to get now because we didn't really press. Uh, I mean, we did like CDs locally in Lexington. You didn't do any vinyl? Uh, no, we didn't do any vinyl. Well, there you go. You're, you're, that's, that's the problem. Yeah. But, Your um, status is guaranteed to not happen. That's right. But uh, our big excitement at the time was uh, we, got, we got popular in Lexington and uh, and our big excitement at the time was Kennedy, who hosted uh, uh, was on, on MTV. Remember, she's like sure. the conservative columnist now. She, uh, I think she's going to the next nomination for the Supreme Court. I believe is going to go. To <laughs> yes, and uh, yes, and we can hope she suffers the fate of the other Kennedys. Yeah. Uh, no, that. Oh! My, why would I say that? That's, I don't mean that. I don't mean that at all. I was just going for a cheap joke, but. Uh, but she was doing the scene report on 120 minutes. Remember their alternative show? Mm, a little bit. They, yeah. they, they like yeah. their alternative. And she was going through, and then this city, and this city. And then she said, and in Lexington, Kentucky, uh, a band called Penis Your Majesty is keeping them happy. And then she paused and she goes, ugh. <laughs> so so, so that was our, like, was our claim to fame was yeah. we made Kennedy sick Gag. with our name. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. But we that, used to like throw up on stage and wear crazy costumes like and cross dressing or underwear. There was cross dressing. There was, uh, you know, it was kind of like uh, it was kind of uh, butthole surfers and uh, and Devo mm. like some cross. Yeah, like like I would say Guar in terms of there would be stuff like someone we'd have our mascot character give birth on stage and there'd be blood and guts, but it wasn't Guar style music. It was like you know How we we couldn't you? play that well. Oh my god, I must have been like when we started. I bet you I was like nineteen. Oh, I was like nineteen you're years all old. Grown up. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, but now you're kind of a big deal TV writer. Huge. I mean, huge. In Unbelievable. That, in that you you work pretty consistently. Yes. You thank God. Some decent, you, you know, you're able to support your family yes. along with your wife, who's also a, a big deal person. I don't know what she does, but I can tell from having C met her, she's a big deal. Yes, absolutely. So I want to talk about your origins. I want to know what prep school you went to. Was it Georgetown? Now that's and interesting. You say origins. Is that a regional thing? I say origins. Is that? I wonder if I, I have no uh, training. That's interesting. With words. So I don't know. Just be Whenever I hear something, I'm fascinated because I assume it's regional or uh, it's you not know. regional. It may okay. be some kind of defect. No, I don't know, but it is original, not original. 
Well, or is it? God, now I'm confused. Well, when you were okay. At Brown, well, anyways, when you were at Brown University, <laughs> me? Uh, yeah, I, I was at the University of Kentucky for two months and uh, dropped out. But this is not the typical TV writer background. No, that's very true. That's very true. Yes. So, uh, how yeah. did you grow up? Um, I grew up. Uh, oh God, I grew up like rid- ridiculously poor. My family had no money. I was born in upstate New York. It was. It was. It was I went from Rust Belt, upstate New York to Kentucky when I was like 10 or 11 years mm-hmm. old. You grew up at poor food stamps, all that kind of stuff. Um, but but totally comedy obsessed, which is why I'm doing this now. I was yeah. obsessed with Saturday Night Live and SCTV and Monty Python. My dad took me to see... He, he Like when I was in like second or third grade, he PBS would show Monty Python. He was like, you got to see this and took me to see the Holy Grail. And, uh, the movie. Yes, not the actual Holy Grail. God, I that would have been such a cool childhood. Yeah, that would be good. Um, but I, yeah, I did grew up grew up uh, like poor kid like that, and um, but then got really into punk rock. Uh, started doing a uh, uh, fanzine in the pre-blog Twitter days of funny writing, along with punk bands and stuff like that. And uh, and then uh, came to your is this, attention. Is this the Blue Persuasion? That's right. That's the one that caught my eye. That's right. Now, are we going to admit that we recorded all this already? Are we going to say you that? To. From, we, we, I just always find it a, a podcast classic when someone says, oh, we tried before and there was a technical thing. I had thing. a really great one-hour conversation with Aaron. Yes, yeah. Is that, but 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 there was a technical difficulty, and I always every love it when minute, I hear that on a podcast. Had every single second of sound had some kind of weird fluctuation and click. Wow! So. What if it's coming from me? What if you listen back well, to this to and four it's four or five other people? I had a story. Oh, okay, all right, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. When you went to school, but you did end up in uh, somehow you snuck into like a prestigious like kind of a high-end school oh yeah well when i was in eighth grade i got a scholarship to sayer school which was like this private school academy kind of thing there in in lexington so yeah i had to wear a jacket and tie to school every day and yeah and it was a crazy it was a weird experience because you know my family literally had to go buy clothes to salvation army and stuff but you're in class with the governor's son and uh yes so and at that school um I would get up and perform kind of comedy routines and uh, yes. Well, they had, they had a morning assembly. They had a morning assembly in the cafeteria and I would get up and do a routine. I dressed up as my history teacher and imitated him and did a routine. Did you get good feedback on that? Well, I, I got, I insinuated that he was having sex with one of the students. And so that, that was weird. And then, uh, and then I did a routine about my principal of the school who was married to the were typing these teacher. Were routines? Like, was the, they like, were the never, no, no, the school never looked over it for, I mean, they let me go up there. They, they totally did, but they, you have a microphone they, or you just, n- sometimes, sometimes you'd have a microphone. Um, but, uh, but the, the one time I really, so you would just force yourself on people as they were eating lunch, trying to eat lunch. Kind of. They they liked it. Well, well, like I said, it was in the morning. You'd come in, there'd be morning announcements. Mm-hmm. And I do like this routine. It always went over So you well. had the Aaron Lee announcements. Like yes, the, the totally. Daily news. Totally, yes. I mean, it wasn't every day, but yeah. And uh, But then towards the end, my senior year, thankfully, because it was the end, I made a joke about the principal and his wife, who was the typing teacher, having sex in a classroom. And he wasn't there when I made the joke. But it got back to him, 
And, uh, and so I was called into his office and I said, it's, it's nothing. People are blowing this out of proportion. I, I made a very mild comment and he was like, oh, okay, that's fine. That's fine. But by the next morning, he had heard the joke. And when I came into school, he grabbed me by the jacket and slammed me against the wall. And it like slammed me against this brick wall, bang, 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 while yelling in my face, you don't talk about a man's wife. And then like pushed me down the hall and walked away. So, which is so funny to think today that would be like assault cases and stuff. But yeah, it was but just you a. You've already been in a lot of trouble for standing up and saying like a sexual joke about. I, so they're, they're different things I've gotten. They would have put you in force therapy. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, yeah that's very true. You, yes. you might have never gotten out of it. The kind of medication they would get you on. And that's then right. Then that's true. Every little that's true. thought or action that you Yeah, had. yeah. You never would have made it to California. Yeah, but back then it was just it was just humor. I just got a good reaction from kids so in the cafeteria. So kind of mean humor, mean humor has kind of been with you for a long time. I guess so. Like that joke, the joke I made about the principal, I didn't even think was that mean. I said, uh, well, anyways, no, I didn't even think it wasn't even, I do. I a hundred percent remember. It wasn't even that mean a joke. It was, it was the Valentine's, it was the Valentine's, I mean, it's the joke I wrote when I was 15, but it was the Valentine's day assembly. Mm -hmm. And I said, there's, I said, there's all sorts of love at the school. You know, he's married to the typing teacher. And I said, if you go past the, the typing room after hours, you'll find Mr. And Mrs. William is Williams in there banging away. And then that's got this huge reaction from the crowd. And I was like, Whoa, 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 let me finish. Let me finish banging away on the keyboards, typewriters, you know, working on tests together. It, it was like, it was like, it wasn't mean. It was just a no, little double entendre. Yeah. yeah. That wasn't a, it wasn't a devastating, you know, devastating roast Fairly joke. Yes. But, but I mean, yeah, I suppose, uh, was the audience mixed boys and girls? I mean, men and women, whatever, or was it just straight? Oh yeah. No, it wasn't a boys school. It wasn't a boys school. Yeah. It was co-ed. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And you had the gall to stand up in front of. Yeah. Yes. Isn't well, that crazy? Kind of, it is kind of crazy. Well, I'll tell you, you drinking. No, I'll tell you what happened at the talent show one year. I was in a punk band. We were called. I think we were we were either Bad Back or Guys Without Girlfriends. I can't remember which. Yeah. And the night and we and the night before the show, they said uh, my my best friend, Noel, who was playing guitar, they said his distortion pedal sounded too loud and it sounded bad and we weren't allowed to play. And so I desperately threw a routine together overnight and it got a good reaction and it, like doing essentially like a stand-up thing. And I was so thrilled by that. I bet. Yeah. I was like so high off it that I felt that I felt like, Oh, okay. We have a precedent. Like, you, it's okay to you do differently this. The next day? Not really. No, I, you know, I was, I got tons of like Validation. bullying and no, no, no. I got tons of bullying and shit in school. And after that, I think I was still, because, especially because, like I said, I was like I said, I was wearing poor people clothes yeah. and shit. It, you just had a big target in your back. But when I found out about punk rock, it was exciting because poor people clothes were now yeah. punk. You, right. you knew right, so you could it, say it was an option. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. I'm, I'm not doing this because I have to. That's right. Yeah. And I can wear whatever I want. Yes, totally. And yeah. you could do a couple things the clothes. You could tear them up in a way and go, right. well, look, see, this is a yeah, deliberate yeah. choice. So, uh, so I was still, I think, a, a kind of a freak, but there was, um, God, you know what I remember? I remember I did get invited to more parties, but somebody would come up to me and say, say something funny. And I would always be like, I, 
I, I got nothing. I know. I really? <laughs> yes. No, I couldn't. I could, like like I was uncomfortable so what, in the first like, place. You have to go wait. I'll go to the bathroom. I'll write something. That's why I'm a writer. Yes, exactly. That's why I'm a comedy writer instead of a stand-up now. Probably, you know. Yeah, I had to go write something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So listen, up until 2012, you worked on a lot of like celebrity roasts where you yes where your cruelty you were you know your cruelty really came to the forefront. Even past 2012. Really? Even well, my I'll, sources ended at 2012. That's fascinating. This this most recent roast. Well, here here's what I'll say. Like I worked with those guys for a long time, and I the love them. Crew. Who put that together? Yes, and um, and they will even when I, at a certain point I started writing for sitcoms, so I couldn't go in for the whole month and work on it beginning end. But even still, they will call me. Um, the producer in particular puts together Just and he'll say a hundred percent. And yeah. he'll say, Hey, what do you think? Do you like, and I'll always, and they'll send me the joke, say, what do you think? And I'll always say, it's hilarious. It's great. I mean, that's all you say, but I'll, I'll almost always get one or two jokes in, but this most recent one, which was, um, why am I blanking on what the roast was? Oh, Bruce Willis. The, I have to say it was a sad thing. It was just a couple months ago. It was the first one. I've been to that I realized like, oh, I don't have a single joke not in here. Not joke. one. It's like and and oh and the past like four or five, it's literally been like Did I'll you really have not one. Think of something bad to say about Bruce Willis. That uh, was funny. You know, I really didn't. Yeah, I really Maybe didn't. You've gotten differently. Yeah, I but, may but I his, may have gone soft. I may listen, have gone you, soft. You, you did you worked on Roast of Joan Rivers? Yeah, that was that was a good one. Yeah. She's dead now, you know. I know. I know. Is that bad at all about She this? may have been then, for, for all I know. That's not very funny. <laughs> well, well, I you, don't you, know. You I'm trying. I'm trying, go in, I'm trying to go into roast mode. Okay, then Roseanne. You do one of Roseanne. Uh, yes, Which yeah. driven her over the edge. I don't know. David you know, Hasselhoff? David Hasselhoff? Da- yes, I did do David Hasselhoff. The one I skipped was Charlie Sheen. I, that, that, that was right after Hasselhoff, I think. Yeah. That, that's true. I skipped Charlie Sheen, but I did Hasselhoff. Uh, yeah. Bob yeah. Saget. Yes, I was there for a lot of that one. Yeah. Flavor Flav. That that was one I was there beginning to end, and that was one of my absolute favorite. That was really? that was so fun and so crazy. Was and Flavor Flav um, into it? He was pretty into it. He was pretty into it. Um, the the it was just it was just a very um, it was a really hilarious group of people. Cat Williams who hosted it, He's really fun, brilliant yeah. and funny, and. Uh, that was when Greg Giraldo was alive before he died. And he was an absolutely amazing comic, Jimmy Kimmel. And it was just, and it was a crazy crowd flavor. Flav had all the flavor of love girls there mm-hmm. and they started yelling and throwing stuff that's and heckling. And, and anytime the crowd gets into it, that's always exciting. Do you remember the time of uh, one of those flavor of love girls pooped on the floor? I, I do because it, um, it, uh, essentially helped to cancel an animated series I had on the air at that time. Do you, do you know, did, have I ever told you that story? No. Uh, me and, and Tracy Morgan, who we were just talking about before we mm-hmm. started recording, and uh, Jeff Ross uh, from The Roast, a comic from The Roast and lots of other stuff, I, we had an animated series on MTV called Where My Dog's At. And it, there was a controversy. We did an episode. We were... Snoop Dogg had come to the uh, VMAs, the Video Music Awards, with two women on leashes. So we paired. He really did that? He really did that. He walked the red carpet. And the very fact that you asked that question, that's what the problem is, because we parodied it. Thinking, oh, everybody saw when he did this crazy thing. And people think it's your idea to put women on leashes. People said, so what happened was an editorial was written in the New York Daily News, I think, saying, 
MTV saying MTV VH1 networks in the same month has uh, a woman shitting on the floor on Flavor of Love and has a cartoon for children where Snoop Dogg walks women on leashes. And so uh, VH1 MTV networks thinks that women are dogs and, and we we were canceled uh, or, or, or weren't renewed, weren't renewed. Yeah, that might not be the worst that could have happened. I don't know. I mean, yeah, life went on, but yeah. it was certainly disappointing at the time. Yeah. And, it, and it felt unfair because... Well, uh, but looking back, though, maybe it was... It could have been worse. It, but boy, you look at today's yeah. uh, landscape. But yeah. this was this was just this was early. This was pre Twitter. Yes, that happening in Twitter times. Uh, I don't. Yeah, you, yeah, you know, yeah. it probably would have been. Yeah, a, yeah it would have been a You'd bad. Be back in Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, I may be even bringing it up now. I may yeah. be after this interview. Yeah, you might be. So, but life went on, and you went and you did a you did a roast of William Shatner. That was that was uh that was absolutely one of my favorite. That was very exciting. Is he dead now too? He is not. How how could you even ask that? I, no. I, last time I saw him, I couldn't tell. Where? See, that was the same joke I made about Joan Rivers. You <laughs> said it was it a bad me. joke. It oh yeah. Oh, because you laughed at it. That's not fair. <laughs> I didn't, that's, that's, well, I, I didn't say it was gonna be fair, but I feel I, it was funny. I just want but people to know there's no studio me. audience here. That was him laughing. There's no. <laughs> yeah. But you would um, expect. Hey, have I? No, heard? the Shatner rose. That was that was great. But oh, go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. No, what was good about Shatner? Well, because nice guy? there were a lot of things. He, he was very funny. He yelled at me. I will say that. Really? And yes, he, he yelled at me. He got very frustrated with my with me giving him some direction in the middle of a sketch. And he yelled. And, and I, the whole time he was yelling at me, I, I was really... I felt like it was like I grew up hearing that celebrities their worst tape of him yelling at the guy in the booth. Mm-hmm. You, you know, what I mean, you say sabotage. I say sabotage. You, you know, I, like I can quote it. Are you sickening me? And the, and I was like, oh, oh, my God, I've gone through the looking glass. I'm the guy getting yelled at by Shatner. And and by the way, the entire rest of the time, he was just hilarious and awesome. And then he blew up at me on one thing. And I was well, like, this is great. Him? Yes, I was trying to tell him how to hang up a phone. And he was like, I'm 70-whatever years old. You're, you think I don't know how to hang up a phone? Oh, really, man. He's been in the fucking acting, paid can, acting can I just Can I just tell you this? You can I just born. tell you this? He didn't know how to hang up the phone. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. He he had people hanging up phones for him for so long that it didn't come to him anymore. It was the whole joke was that he hangs up the phone and and he thinks that uh, or or no, he was on speakerphone. He thinks he's hung it up, but he hasn't. And he calls Leonard Nimoy a pointy eared prick. Okay, that was the whole joke. And he was. That's really a. That's worth a lot of. That's worth getting yelled at to get that. <laughs> yes, yes, I mean, and he was insisting on holding the receiver in his hand and slamming it down, and then going, "You pointy-eared prick!" And then a voice coming through the speaker saying, "Bill, I'm still here." And I was trying to explain to him, "No, you got to do the thing where you think you hit the button." He couldn't have a receiver to his ear. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It had, and and that was the argument, and and that was what he blew up. But he liked slamming the phone. Yes, he wanted, to be able to he wanted a phone. good Shatner big moment of yeah, I slammed slam the, the phone. phone. Yes, exactly. Slam the phone. He's going to yell at Aaron Lee. That's right. That's Kentucky. right. And I and I begged the producer for a recording of him yelling at me. And he was like, "No way, you can't have that." It was uh, very but they had it. They must have. They we must had have cameras been. and everything yeah. going the whole time. Yeah, bad. yeah. Then, I got yelled at one time by this porn. Uh, not produ- he was like a. I guess he was a hoodlum. I guess he he ran one of the big porn studios. 
and uh, he was always getting in fights with one of our editors, Mike Albo, and then he got yeah. with another one. So then I called him up to like smooth it all over. He started screaming at me. He'd been in prison, and he was going to go to prison again because of us. And just screaming at me, and like huh. as he's screaming, I'm thinking, "This guy really likes me." <laughs> yes, it weird, right. It was a weird feeling. Right. Yes. How about? Do you remember? Did I ever tell you when Ron Jeremy called my office at Hustler and screamed at me about me or about you? No, about me. About the article I wrote about him, and he was like. Uh, there, do you, wasn't there a porn star named Mark Wallace? Yeah. Yeah. So, tragedy so in the article I that I write on him, I'm like, yeah, and I'm quoting Ron Jeremy. I'm like, yeah, I'm hanging out with Mark Wahlberg because I thought he said Mark Wahlberg. Uh, and I put it in the magazine uh, and told some horrible story about Mark Wahlberg. And Ron Jeremy calls me up and he says, I said Mark Wallace, you schmuck. <laughs> I just remember him calling me a schmuck. And I was like, that is yeah, a that's move. a really schmuck move yeah, to slander yeah. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Yeah, that he wasn't because he might crack your head open. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't yeah. a good move. Yeah, no. but it's fun to get yelled at by famous people. Sometimes, I mean, if you yeah. have like the perspective. Yes, yeah. with Shatner, I couldn't help because of hearing that. Yeah. With Ron Jeremy, I was a little more <laughs> upset. I remember Ron Jeremy was always really nice to me. I said terrible things about him, and he would come. That's it. That was a zinger. Like he would see me. He goes. He quote the thing. He quote a thing from a year, three years back. Oh, that's funny. A from a review, yeah, yes. He quote like eight things I said about him. Goes, that's a zinger. That one's a real zinger. Well, you know, our buddy Evan Wright told me that he saw Ron Jeremy at a party like a year after that, and he said he brought me up. He said, "Hey, do you remember Aaron Lee, the guy?" Yelled, and he said, "Ron Jeremy said I can't stay mad at that guy." So that made me feel that made me feel good. He was like, a, I don't know. I heard there's been accusations about him more recently. But oh, no was, kidding. Yeah, but he didn't. He was very nice to us. I mean, he, oh, yeah. I mean, like, like you know, like, I, I, I feel I can pick these guys who do this shit. They, yeah, because they don't just prey on women. There's a there's a attitude they have toward the entire fucking human race. And right. I feel like I can often pick them out. And Ron was didn't seem like that. Ron was a guy who like wouldn't pick on people. Didn't didn't force an advantage. He didn't like go and go. Oh, look! I have a chance here to belittle this person, or whatever. He wouldn't take the chance. Were these uh, uh, accusations against him like people he worked with, or, or people? Know, it, no, no, you know, some kind of. It was. I don't know if it's people he worked with or. If it oh was wow. Just that he met in general, but. I, it, huh. But yeah, they were. Oh man. It was a, it was depressing. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. I hope it didn't happen. Yeah, but me too. Again, uh, this, who knows? No, I mean, yeah. Look, when we're, back to these uh, roasts. Yes. I. Have I forgotten any? Did I forget any? Well, the first one I ever did was Pam Anderson. That's that not was the one I've forgotten. That was very fun and exciting. So you had Courtney Love running around and uh, all sorts of crazy stuff. Did Tommy Love, Lee. Did Courtney Love tell jokes about Pam Anderson. Yeah, she did a whole. Did she, she did a whole routine. Or how that happened? Well, you know the people who people like Courtney Love who are non comics will sometimes come in with their own stuff, but they work with the staff there. Mm-hmm. And and that was back when me and a guy named Ray James were the head writers. So she worked with us. We'd we'd meet her at the chat. No, not Chateau Marmont. I don't know some you know some rock and roll hotel oh, kind yeah. of place and and sit and go through jokes with her well, and. Sunset. Um, no, that that would have been no, that would have been good. No, it was uh, I can't remember what it was, but uh, but uh, the, the, there were a lot of that was Dennis Rodman, Tommy Lee. It was a really that was a really crazy oh. yeah, really crazy group of people. And then William Shatner, Flavor Flav, uh, Bob Saget, Justin be, Bieber. Who could I be forgetting? 
Who could I be? Oh, Larry Flint. Are you thinking about that? Are you talking about that when I worked on a Larry Flint roast? When did you work on a Larry Flint roast? I worked on a Larry Flint roast and it got me fired. I I know. I I worked on one at the Friars Club that Jeff Ross was in. I wrote jokes for Jeff uh, at a Larry roast. That about was Larry. About Larry. Yes. Huh. That that was super fun. Um. What is is there? Oh, Donald Trump! Donald you emailed Trump. me about Donald this. Trump. I wasn't doing a bit. I seriously, <laughs> I seriously did not know what the fuck you were talking about. I was like, is he bringing up the Larry thing? I did. oh, okay. No, yes, the that. Trump roast. Yes. No, what year was yes. that? Like 2011 or something? 2009? I mean, it was, yeah, it was I think well it was like 2009. Any notion that he would be in politics. Well, no. I mean, actually, he really the. No, no, he had talked about running for president. That had been floated because there was a joke that I that uh, Seth McFarlane, who hosted, did that gets thrown at Seth a lot, which was like uh, he goes, "Oh, Donald, uh, by the way, it's pronounced huge, not huge." And he said, uh, oh, and here's another one. It's pronounced, I am fucking delusional, not I am running for president. <laughs> and, and and people put that on Twitter all the time to say, you were wrong, mega. <laughs> you know. Uh, it's but, pretty funny, though. Yes. Yeah, except no. Except for the reality. I except mean, for the reality. Well, the whole on, show was funny about. except for the reality. Yeah, yeah except for the yeah. consequences. Depending on who you, you know, how you feel. No, about so not only had. Some people are really happy. They probably think, ha, yes. ha, ha. Yeah, funny absolutely. It's, it's funny boys. <laughs> That's right. Well, it's on you. Well, I'll tell you the uh, Rob Lowe roast that was right before the election. Ann Coulter was on that one, and she just got viciously torn apart. I saw that. I didn't really like that. I didn't really like it either. Genuinely, did not yeah. like it. And uh, she There's got something about like a guy tearing into a woman, even women tearing into women when they go to certain points and certain levels. Not, they, you don't really have and there that. was a you certain don't have that fucking you don't have that right you know? but this that, that was one of the disturbing things in retrospect is it's like there was a certain permission granted because it's liberal Hollywood and it's yeah, Ann Coulter yeah. so guys can use the C word yeah, hooray that, what, what, it, what, it, what it illustrates though is that you're a sexist pig yes because it doesn't right. matter who the woman is if right. you attack a woman because she's a woman right then you're a fucking sexist person. and it was, it, was and it was like it was if it was uh i forget her name there's, there's this black woman right now who's like really big with the conservatives and she's got her own she's got a huge following on that uh, diamond and silk those two aren't those her names i know there's two black no, no, women no, no, who no, no. It's, she's got a, like oh a, candace owens Candace Owens. Right, yes. So it's like if Candace Owens is on there and you start talking, you start, you know, insulting right. her because of her race. Right. It's, it's, it's completely analogous. And yes. That they can't see this, the comedians can't see this, I think was kind of a egregious blind spot. Well, you know what, the whole and thing. Telling, a telling blind spot. Yes, and the and whole thing. it's not surprising there's so much Me Too in that industry because these dudes uh, right. can't even see that they yes. shouldn't. Fucking yes. Go after okay. a woman for being All a right. woman. And I mean, now, how can you not figure that out? I was at Hustler for twenty fucking years, and I can figure that out. Yes. Well, anyways, and there was a joke in the show that I liked that Jewel told. It was not a comic, so she her opening joke. She got up and she said, uh, "You know, as a feminist, I'm very disturbed by a lot of the things I've heard here tonight." But as a, someone who hates Ann Coulter, I'm delighted, right? <laughs> and and that's that's my favorite kind of thing at the roast. It's like I love when there's a clean joke that yeah. that works, yeah. that has just yeah. as much impact as a joke where you're saying the c word and yeah. oh, I can't believe somebody yeah. did that, you know. But the whole that whole thing was frustrating because 
not only did those kind of jokes against her not work, but then her set didn't work. And and as an outside yeah. fan of those shows, it was very frustrating to me because that to me You don't want that dead time. Not not only do you not want that dead time, but what a great setup. Ann Coulter getting ripped to shreds, horrible shit thrown at her all night. If she had gone up and done a set that was self-deprecating and surprising and she said things you would never expect, it'd be a standing ovation yeah. at the end of it. And yeah. I've seen that happen there many times. Like Because the more you get attacked like that, the more people get on your side. Mm-hmm. And if she, But she didn't do it. She like went up and did a very kind of... She said the very same thing she would say on any Fox News appearance. Right. And that was a big was miscalculation to me. Well, you weren't there, but did it seem like because she wasn't coached correctly, or because she didn't her strategy? From from what strategy? I've from what I've heard from other writers, and and by the way, when I say heard from other writers, I, I try not to share things. From what I've heard from other writers in public interviews, okay. like I, I like I right. I try not to yeah, share things out of school, but I've heard I've heard at least one other writer from the roast do a public interview where he said she would not do the material that was given to her, or at least most of it It was the impression I got. And that she came back and said, no, I want to say this. And I want to say this. And you know, she not only does she know her career, but she yeah. was right. Yeah. A month later, Trump got elected. It was like, ha ha. Yeah. Yeah, you know, she was right. But so did you coach? Did you talk to Trump? I did face talk to, to Trump. Did I did talk him? to Trump did face you, to face. Can you remember any I, touch his hand? I at least shook a hand. I at least shook a hand. Did, I did don't he emphasize anything by touching you on your forearm or anything? Or oh, yeah, the, the notorious handshake. I don't remember that. That's so funny. I, I've never thought about that. I thought you were going to ask, like, did he have tiny hands? I forgot about the yeah. whole thing of, like, oh, he jerks your arm back no, and forth. I just want to know, and... like, how much, how close contact was, how, like, how much... How many words did you say back and forth together? Did, like, like, did you say something and he would respond? Yes, like, yes. Something else? Like, I had to often, often on the roasts, um, I would be put in a position of, especially with non-comics who need more coaching, I would often be put in a position of, hey, go and sit and talk to them and kind of try to, which is a gentle, well, it's a gentle thing because you're trying to direct someone and, right. and, and you're, and you're trying to say, like, hey, that's great. Maybe you could try it this way. Maybe Especially you could try it that way. Especially someone who's got a big head and used to get in their own way and, and feels yeah. like they're about everything. Like William yes. Shatner. Yes, but William Shatner was very coachable. Like he, that really was Except a, the phone. and had a genuine sense of humor. Yeah. And, and knows, and like, I don't think he probably needed much coaching. Yeah. Yes, that was one, yeah. yes, that was one fun argument about fun. But Trump... What you know? What I remember because I've really tried to run this back in my head. Like, okay, how much did I really interact with this guy? And and the thing I will say about Trump that I remember is that all of that interaction I had with him, and this is unusual, Rose took place on the stage, like during rehearsal time. Normally, I'd be meeting someone like in their trailer or backstage, mm-hmm. but but I think the time they had with him was limited, so it was much more like, okay, Aaron, he's coming up on stage now. Quick, run up go through this stuff with them, try to get him to not say this, try to get him to say that. And I do, and in terms of what you're saying about people who do or don't take direction, I do remember he definitely pushed back on a lot and definitely was like, no, I want to do it this way. I want to say this thing. It's better if I do this. And yes, he definitely had very strong ideas about like, no, this is what I should be saying or not saying. But 
But you, you know, but that, but that was really, that was really my interaction with him. And and you know, and one reason I've really did run he it. Kill it? Was he really funny? Um, I, you know, he did other stuff on other roasts. On the Joan Rivers roast, he did a pre-tape, and and then on that, it's funny. I personally, I didn't think his set was super great. That was a very funny show. Like there was a there was a ton of funny stuff, and it was in New York, so the crowd was rowdy. They they almost like booed the situation from Jersey Shore off the stage, which would That'd never nice. happen in yeah. L.A. Everybody just sits in silence in L.A., yeah. and that was hilarious and great. So it was a rowdy, fun show. I don't remember thinking like, oh, he really killed, but I do remember thinking. The, you you watch their reactions while they get attacked all night, mm-hmm. and I do remember thinking like he was good at that, like he just absorbing it, just absorbing it, and even kind of playing along once in a while, but keeping the what at the time seemed to me to be the act of I'm I'm still Donald Trump, the self serious blowhard, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, but but his set, no, I don't remember thinking it was like super no kind hilarious. Of phases him it seems like it yeah Yeah, it seems like it yeah well yes Uh, you you, and it's the big thing you wonder about him just the other day at the time we're recording this you had that thing at the united nations where people started laughing in the crowd and um and he had that insane kind of psychotic news conference where he said they were laughing with me not at me and here's the problem with trump to me here's the problem with trump he's right but he's only half right. And the media saying everybody laughed at him is also only half right. He's, he made the crazy statement where he's like, we've accomplished maybe more than any administration in history. A couple guys laughed. He heard that and he got a little thrown by it. And he goes, so true, which is a weird reaction. Yeah, yeah. More people laugh. And then him hearing that more people laughing, he goes with it and he goes, oh, I didn't expect that reaction. Yeah, and he does this kind of, and that gets an applause break. Yeah, yeah. And people are laughing huge and applauding. The story just yeah. becomes everybody laughed. Yeah. And then he's saying, no, 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 they were laughing with me. And they're both true. Yeah. Like, that was so frustrating to me. This 15-second exchange shows you why people hate and love him. Yeah, it, the same it, thing. And, and why no one can, he can't say the full truth and no one reporting on it can say the full truth. Which is that people laughed at him and he kind of saved it. Yeah, he kind of did. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, yes. So so you're right. It's like, we all wonder, isn't there a private moment where he goes home and goes, oh, God, I can't believe they. I can't believe I'm me. I can't believe, yes. And I can't believe I didn't pull off that line about the biggest, we've done more than anyone in history. I you think know. he focuses on the, the one that won. When he the, saved the, it. The one that got the, the, the applause. Line. Man, God knows I did when I was doing stand-up yeah. and one joke bombed and then another killed. Like, I went home and went, well, that one joke killed. I mean, yeah. that's for sure, yeah. Otherwise, how do you get through it? Hey, uh, so anyway, let's go back to your TVs. Okay. Your TV so, so you worked on like Family Guy and the Cleveland Show. And yes. The New Normal. Yes. So all animated shows. New Normal, not animated. Well, that reality aside, you seem to have like an affinity for animated shows. I've done a bunch of animated shows. I, I created one, that one with Jeff and Tracy mm-hmm. that, that Jeff and I created together. Um, I just did a new one for Netflix called Paradise PD that when I saw you last time, it was about to premiere. Yeah. And when we were recording, I said, this may end my career. Yeah. And it didn't. Thank God. Did it there take? Was, did people like it? Uh, people seem to like it. You know, it's a, it's a weird thing. Uh, that's the first time I've ever done a streaming show. It was a weird thing. I'm used to being on shows where... 
what happened is basically Netflix put it on for about 72 hours. People were constantly posting about it on social media. Mm -hmm. and then it was done. Yeah. And well, then that's it. Well, <laughs> they all watch it and it's over in a weekend. It's weird. I I don't know. That's a good question. Well, I, I mean, out, right? I'll find out yeah. if they order a second yeah. season, you know. But what but, is it about animation you think that suits you? Um, because you oh, so well, you do so well, like coaching these people to say cruel things to other human beings. How <laughs> the defense is human beings sitting there in front of a microphone. Well, well, I will say this: animation. Well, in terms of that part of my sensibility, animation lends itself to mean jokes because the characters are so cute you forgive them for saying anything the the only reason like on south family park. guy and south park that yeah. they've gotten away with it for so long is that the characters are so adorable to yeah. look at yeah. and and there's and it's not reality it's, it's, it's like that's right manifestly not reality manifestly not supposed to represent reality well you know there's the funny thing because they say the whole thing of like essentially like Oh, if someone slips on a banana peel, that's funny. But if you show them like writhing in pain and it's serious and I'm laughing even describing yeah. it, the, and the ambulance comes and we follow their rehab for six months, that's not funny. But in cartoons, like, that's funny. Also it's funny to also see that. Also skateboard videos. <laughs> yes, but, but in skate, yes, in cartoons, it is funny to go, Peter slips on a banana peel. We follow him through writhing in pain. Oh, then his six his months life. of rehab, the longer you stretch this out and go, can you believe that they took the time to force a hundred animators to draw all this <laughs> nonsense? There's an inherent joke that we put this much effort into something that is stupid. So yeah. yeah, so that that is so that lends itself to that kind of humor. That you know, that's for sure. We got a lot of I think we may have run out of time. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I feel that we should reiterate yes. and stop on. There's an inherent joke into putting so much into something that is that stupid. <laughs> yes. That's yes. You, you grasp that? You grasp that, and I think you can get through life okay. One of the proudest moments I ever had like that was we had a three-minute sequence on Family Guy of nothing but Peter getting that that I was proud. I can proudly say I pitched of nothing but Peter getting hit in the balls with a bag of nickels in, in all different scenarios for three minutes. Like it was little people on tricycles riding by and hitting him in the balls of the nickels, falling out of a plane and hitting him while he was lying on the grass. And, and it was so stupid. And the lo it was one of those classic things of the longer we did it, the more fun it was. So, so, also. so it's in fun. It's fun to put lots of effort into stupid shit. Yes. Okay, yeah. My whole that. career is that. Aaron Lee, thank you very much. Thank you, Alan. So that's all the ski land we need for one day. Let's hope Aaron Lee's career survives it. This edition of Ski Land is presented with encouragement and assistance from Rare Bird Books. If you want to know more about the Skeeve or Alan McDonnell or Rare Bird Books, go to theskeeve.com and rarebirdbooks.com. Thanks again to Tyson Cornell and Julia Callahan. Ski Land, there's worse places you could be.